0: Hi, you guys. Welcome to episode two hundred and seven of Hello Dysfunction. I'm Crystal. I have no pot of fria with me today because. Pease decided she wanted to sit on her mama's shoulders and scream, and since she's kind of the boss, here I am by myself. But this is just going to be a quick little intro, because this week we're doing something different. We are sharing part of an episode that was exclusive to Patreon that we really enjoyed recording. If you guys would like to hear the full episode, you can head over to the clubhouse on Patreon, via our website, com, or I believe it's also in our Instagram bio. Before I leave you though, I would like to share that I have new eyebrows, permanent ones, and my face is on fire. Shout out Lex for my new face. Also, we have a few birthdays. I wanted to say happy birthday to my niece, Jazebel, even though I'm two weeks late. I love you. I adore you. You are amazing. Happy birthday. Also, our listener, Jenny, who just had her birthday party this past weekend, complete with a bounce house. It looked like a blast. Happy birthday, Jenny. And then I have one more that I need to read really fast. Hello. This is a long shot, but my best friend is obsessed with your podcast, she really loves it, and I would love for her to get a birthday shout out on your podcast. Her birthday is March 19th. She would really love it, and she deserves all the happiness in the world. Her name is Kayla, and we are from Boston, Massachusetts. And that's from Danielle. So happy birthday, Kayla. I hope it was a good one. Enjoy the episode, you guys.
1: Hey, guys. We're here in the clubhouse. This is what the secret clubhouse looks like. I love it. It's very pretty.
0: We have a secret guest in the secret clubhouse today.
1: Yes. It's actually my arch nemesis. (laughs) It's a fucking cop. Tell us. (laughs) You don't have to tell us your name, but how long have you been an officer of the law? What made you become an
2: officer? All that good stuff. Well, I've been a police officer for 21 years. Wow.
1: So you're like a real one.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Not a fake one. Yeah, Invested. Yeah. You're
1: not a rookie. No. Yeah, okay. You're getting pension. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <Or one day. laughs> you're
1: getting full benefits when you leave.
2: At some point, yeah. hopefully. Okay. Um, I've been in a lot of different assignments. Um, I've been able to do almost everything there is in in the law enforcement field. Um, that said, I think I became a police officer... Well, at the time I was getting out of the Navy, which was uh, actually in 2000, uh, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And my father was a police officer. So
1: there you have it.
2: it, Yeah. I think that's usually how it works. Mm -hmm. If there's
1: one in the family, then like usually a grandfather, father, uncle.
2: Yeah, absolutely. carries on. And
1: your dad was like
2: a a
0: good dad and like a good police officer so a yeah, good role model right
2: exactly so there was nothing really to detract from that especially not you know or, or I shouldn't say especially but not knowing the ins and outs of the field just seeing it on the surface i was like wow it's yeah. a really cool job unfortunately do you think you variety. got any
1: like special treatment getting started because you're like nepotism
2: uh no because despite having um, him as my father, the agency I first started working at, they didn't really have a working relationship with, with his agency. Okay. So his name.
1: So you were coming meant- in fresh. Yeah,
2: right. Okay. And I actually used my, um, GI bill from when I was in the Navy to, um, send myself to the police academy. So I didn't rely on, yeah. um, the agency to send me or getting hired and sent to, to which the
1: some people do. Right. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How long,
0: uh, was your, how long were you in the police academy? How long was your training? Sorry.
2: So and is it
1: like the movies? I wish it was. Well,
2: I wish it was like, well, yeah, there were it was like the movies. lots of big boobs right. like,
1: right. robot talking people. Right.
0: And right. Bar scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what we really wanted. Yeah.
2: I, I, I think there was, uh, there was a little bit of that, but for the most part, uh, When we were at the academy, it was very professional and very uh, regimented and paramilitary, for lack of a better term, Um, very structured.
1: Did you have to know how to climb a rope with knots on it over a big-ass wood wall?
2: My academy, I did not. My academy was much more focused, I believe, on academics, believe it or not. Like Like knowing,
0: knowing law stuff.
2: Right, Okay. Mm -hmm. Not so much numbers. Right. Yeah. More like reading, writing, putting together good cases. Record keeping. Record keeping. Report writing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: So curious, um, in the academy, do they focus at all or are you trained um, on empathy, um, community building? Mm -hmm. Is that ever a focus?
2: Now, in current academies, it is, um, but when I went through the academy, it was not a focus. There was only one portion where we went to um, the Museum of Tol- Tolerance in Los Angeles, which is uh, a museum set up mostly to expose people to the horrors of the, uh, I almost said apocalypse, but the uh, the, hor- <laughs> the horrors of the Holocaust. Yes. Wow. So,
0: so that's the empathy focus is a Holocaust
2: museum. Right. And wow. showing how they, you know, the Jews were treated in Nazi Germany and all the areas they took over, and uh, kind of what happened to that um, ethnicity uh, under the hands of the Nazis, anyway. Um, so
1: that's the kind of empathy <clears throat> training they gave you guys. They're like, At "Fuck
2: the time. community." I'm saying,
1: like, no community involvement. Did y'all give badge stickers to little poor kids or anything? At that, that time, none of that. He wasn't going wow. to the projects and
2: right. like.
1: Telling stories with the old folks and learning about the community?
2: No. Wow.
0: So nowadays, um, do they have an empathy portion? Is there any focus on community? Relationships.
2: Tell yes. the truth. Uh, yeah. Nowadays, they've really tried to um, bring that into the fold of all of these other things you have to learn in these five and a half months while you're in the academy.
0: So it's only five and a half
2: months. Yeah, Correct. I was just
0: going to say that's a really
1: short period of time.
2: Right. And and I'll give you a little some insight on that in a second. But the, the now there are portions of the academy I believe it kind of goes throughout the Academy, a theme where you're developing a community engagement project and you're then presenting it, not only to a board, but to a live, like a live demonstration of how your project works. So you're going out to the community and using your program you develop to- to But
1: every department is different, right?
2: Every Academy is different, yeah. Well, yes and no. Yes, they're different on some of their strengths, weakness, strengths anyway, Um, but they all follow a basic um, curriculum that's put on by the state through the post. So if you hear me say post again, it's the police officer standards and training for the state.
0: I know you had said, mentioned before um, that there are certain police, uh, not academies, but Cities where you can get hired on and you have up to a year to go
1: to academy.
2: Yes. So, still to this day. Hold on a
1: minute. So, you could be a cop. Yes. And try it on like a shoe. Yep. And then decide, okay, I'm going to go to training and really still do it. Or I'm just going to go wild for a year and fuck people up and then I'm going to go do construction. Could people it, essentially do that?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. There are certain areas in this country where you can be a police officer without going to the police academy and for up on. to a year. Yeah. And That's then they put you on the That's fucking crazy. And police officers
1: in, have too much power to be able to offer that to someone like that. Like you can't, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
2: And to my knowledge, there's still no, there's not a national age for when people become a police officer. So you may find 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old people with powers of police. Um, Stinkers.
0: Yeah. Oh like what the asshole the that tailed me like <laughs> so close on my bumper last night. Couldn't even see his headlights. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's
1: fucking scary. That doesn't make me comfortable.
2: No. And it, and it shouldn't. Cause <laughs> although we don't want a national police, cause we don't want to be confused with some tort- type of federal, Right, military or something, yeah, right? Because yeah. that's not our function, right? We should have a standard of training, and, yes. and a lot of other states they um, are only required to go for sometimes two months to a police academy. What, I, yeah, at five and a half months, the um, California police are the best trained in the nation. You know, there are other cat uh, like Hawaii, the state of Hawaii, and not just because I I've uh, been there a few times, but <laughs> the state of Hawaii requires, and they actually have a little bit longer Academy because, because they have an immersive Tweak portion. <laughs> 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 they have an immersive portion they where they, yes. yeah, where they are um, learning about like native history and native culture that's good. and See, native. That's great.
1: Everyone should learn operations. That. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
2: So, Um, and I think that's great for the state of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. California is so diverse though, that we would have, if we were to do a cultural immersion, we would, it would be a lot longer. It would keep y'all busy. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think it would be. But it would be appropriate because like you said, that's who's here. Absolutely. So it's like, um. I, I really think
0: a portion of the academy should be going into the community and like, relationship building and that's so important because as a fucking white lady who has licensed registration insurance you know my first thought when I see a police officer isn't, oh yay, it's, oh my fucking God, and then I want to throw up on myself. So
1: imagine what everybody else that isn't a blonde, right. white lady feels like, you know what I mean? The fact that you feel fear is right. just an example. Like, I, I was telling you earlier, like, I still get diarrhea whenever yes. like, I see a cop <laughs> pull up close to me, and I'm like, and my shit is legit, like, I don't, you know, have a reason to be scared, but it's just habit now. Mm-hmm. It's like, PTSD or whatever like I'm gonna be like that forever like it's just a bad scary sweaty feeling so
0: I really think community building yeah
1: also it would be better for y'all because I just know like growing up and shit the cops we knew that were in our neighborhood and shit that we knew like by name and stuff we were cool with them and like you know people didn't really like treat them like shit or talk bad to them or you know what i mean because a relationship was built and and at least an introduction i know
0: that you're one of those officers like everybody loves you uh there's nobody who i've ever mentioned you to.
1: allegedly
0: (laughs) there's nobody i've ever mentioned you to who has not said great things so like you have okay. that rep Good. where you police.
1: I mean, and the fact that you're here, so it's like right. That w- says a lot me. I wouldn't
0: have a shitty police. I feel like most people
1: would not be down either to come and fucking talk to us right. about anything. So th- knowing also that I'm your arch nemesis right. <laughs> and I might hit you right. with some hard shit, you and know. I, I thought you were for... gonna say I might hit you. Yeah. <laughs> that too, you yeah. know. Like I'm a doll No, <laughs> I don't know if she told you. I think she did. Um, I was actually gonna get a pig mask for you to wear. <laughs> um, and Amazon. Couldn't get it here quick enough. I, the only option we had was a rooster. And I was like, I don't think, because we wanted to keep you anonymous, but yes. like also like funny. But yeah, maybe another time we'll have a pig mask for you to wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hopefully we can. would you do it? Yeah. Yes or no? If we would figure out a way where I wouldn't sweat to death in it, yeah, absolutely. Would <laughs> be all open You're in the
1: great. back, it's yeah. just latex on the front, all right. all completely open in the back for ventilation. Yeah. I can already, I can design it myself. We'll do it.
2: I think anything that, um, including just what we're doing right now, that can bring take people who um, may have a different differing opinion of my opinion of the police, you know, from what I see from my. Um, vantage point may is going to be beneficial right because who gets to talk to the police people have on one, some cool shit, right
1: yeah you never talk to them no. until it's a problem right. right you have and most people yeah. have
2: one to two interactions with the police throughout mm-hmm. their lifetime and though that's your time Lucky to shine them. as an officer because it only takes a misstep of yeah. a word even your facial expression Mm -hmm. to ruin that person's opinion.
1: Mm -hmm. Especially if you grow up in a family like mine where my dad taught me from birth like they're not good. Mm-hmm. Like, don't trust them. Don't answer. Don't volunteer information. Mm-hmm. Don't talk too much. You know what I mean? Like, it's they're not good good at all. It's not gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So if we ever got mm-hmm. pulled over and he's like, I mean, that's a whole other story, but he had a hole in his car and the floor <laughs> yes. where he would like scoot the mat over and like drop dope down that when we got pulled <laughs> over, so he'd still be straight up, but he'd like drop yeah. it through the bottom of his Monte Carlo. Meanwhile, <laughs> I my mean, that's my dad
0: to cop oh, my experience. My <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad's taking rides in the back of cops cars every other month but fucking loves them he calls them the professionals. Yeah, he admired police he, he loved police yeah.
1: officers
2: and Interesting. fucking yeah. firemen and um it just was he a very them the w-
1: professionals. Yes. Well,
2: I do feel like there is a level of I won't say I don't want to say criminal cuz I don't want to paint that picture but there's a level of people who live oh, their no, lives he was a in a criminal. certain way mm-hmm. and they may or may not they're usually they could be involved in crime but they see that transaction as a business transaction right and not personal yeah
1: part of the game Mm -hmm. and you're doing your job and yeah I could see that and
2: that actually creates a a much more comfortable atmosphere for both people I think when they're like hey so and so last time I saw you was like six months ago where you been at and the officer may be like oh I was in a different district or I was working inside and just to have that banter but see
1: that exchange right there just knowing someone enough to be like hey how have you been I've seen you you know like last time I saw you was blah 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 like Mm -hmm. you have to have some kind of rapport I think with the people with the area that you serve and so like growing up, we would have cops come to our elementary school and shit. Mm-hmm. And they would, you know, it was all like dare, program dare program, but mm-hmm. they would come and give the little kids stickers and like, you know, whatever. And then they were in that neighborhood. So as we grew up, I'd be like, Oh, I remember him from fucking when they came to my elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. he knows who I am. Like, you know, um, now I'm older, but like we, it, the famili- familiarity just made it more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think in, it as it could be, you know, but yeah, and that should be required to like go and you have to meet the people on the beat where you fucking mm-hmm. you know right. especially frequent flyers or whatever you know like right. they get arrested or interactions with the police a lot
0: not just CI yeah mm-hmm. just like meet them <laughs>
1: what's a CI
0: confidential informant
1: yeah. we're, not we're not doing <laughs> cop lingo okay yeah, I'm gonna tell yeah. you right now I don't watch a PD. lot of fucking don't cop call it shows. The fucking PD <laughs> and I don't know what a CI is so we're just say it's what it is confidential informant oh, Jesus Christ. Uh,
2: but to add another layer to that the officer has to be in tune with people in general because cert- a lot of communities especially um the areas that we live and work in around the bay area mm. are right off the freeway so you have a very transient yes. community yeah that and yeah. you and that goes for your criminals too our criminals are coming from from areas and cities that are much larger but yet they're doing their crime here mm-hmm. so you still meet them and you still have to have a good rapport with these strangers, for lack of a better term. They're not yeah. right. Joe from so and so street that you've been dealing with for ten years. Yeah, they're they're you know um, Steve from some rough rougher town like bounce out and and
1: and meet them you know what i mean like it doesn't always have to be a fucked up interaction Mm -hmm. i think if there was more cool and not not saying that people are eager to meet y'all and be your friend but but like you know try Mm -hmm. i don't know just try to be cool because i just remember growing up and like you know the boys that would sell dope on the corners and shit there was a handful of cops they would be cool with Mm -hmm. and joke with make hella jokes with all the time you know Mm -hmm. and but then there were also the ones that would come in and we knew they're gonna be dicks so Mm -hmm. like get moving you know so it just yeah I don't know I just wish there was better interactions aside from when it's an emergency
2: just it seems to add just to add on to that it seems that that all comes down to hiring standards you've got to be we've got to develop a a way to really explore a person's personality beyond a regular psych Mm -hmm. eval now just for people who don't know yeah lie detector is to test your integrity but the psych test develops a personality profile where you're actually seeing who this person is and to get someone who fits this puzzle piece for you need that you need for your community, mm-hmm. you have to develop. I feel that there has to be a better development in terms of those tests and yeah. how they're administered and how right. they're read because you end up with a square peg and you know, in a round hole if you're not, um,
1: what I also careful. find is like a lot of times cops that are in our neighborhoods are not from our neighborhoods. So it's like <clears throat> y'all need to come and like learn how shit works. like, you know, if you're not from an area, you might not know how people interact with each other and like how, you know, it might come across one way when it's really not. And mm-hmm. it, you know, I just, I think, yeah, it just you're, goes back to, uh, right. you need to get familiar with your surroundings, just like any other job though, right. you mm-hmm. know, like, and it's better for both sides.
2: hmm mm-hmm. And in your communication style, is different in every, yeah. when I say culture, I don't mean culture as in ethnicity or race. Demographic. I mean dem- and, yeah, yeah, area, yeah. right? It's, th- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: That's kind of what I was trying to say mm-hmm. too. Like, Absolutely. Um, it's not the same everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So like it's, it would just cause less confusion, maybe less thinking you're being disrespected or mm-hmm. whatever. If you learn like how people say what's up to each other and stuff in, in different areas. Absolutely. How hard is it to get rid of
2: a bad cop? So it's it's pretty difficult, um, not just because of the union, but there's a police officer bill of rights in California that protects the officer. Now,
1: didn't Obama sign that?
2: Well, that he signed it so that it's f- nationwide. California's yeah. had one for years. That's
1: why I don't like Obama. For if you guys want to know, <laughs>
2: but but I want to take just just to look at a more global view or a view from above. Think about all the times that a crazy it happens a lot somebody who's way I don't want to call somebody crazy but it's way out of line comes in and says something that didn't occur or yeah we get letters daily from people alleging not necessarily officer misconduct but the the most wild things that you could imagine, like, that are going on f- up to and that, it, that the police department's inter- infiltrated by aliens. Like, we get... <laughs> and but just,
1: so, do you take any of those seriously or do you just write them all off as bullshit? Like, that's what I would worry about. I wouldn't even write a letter because I'm like, they're not going to take me seriously.
2: You're right, but there are... You're right. There are the, some that are just like, okay, circle file, right? But there are some that you're like, oh, we have to investigate this because... If there's any validity validity to this, then we need to be on on the defensive and we may have a problem here. You know, mm-hmm. I could tell you a story about, um, now this wasn't a personnel complaint, but I, I ended up getting sued for $450 million.
0: You did? yeah, Personally? I,
2: personally. What? By what? a guy I arrested who had a silencer and was trying to kill his business partner with <gasps> a rifle. Alleged false arrest. But they had to take the complaint and they had to defend it in court. Also, oh, the Jesus. court system let him go as far as he could. Wow! Even though it was
1: because he went way. about it the right way, huh?
2: he filed all the right yeah. paperwork. So, so that's why there's Bill of Rights in place like that. When an officer is interviewed, they get read the Miranda warning. We can use this against you. We we can. You don't. You have the right to remain silent, but the problem is, is from a, from a city side or from a county side, they can compel you to make a statement. Mm-hmm. So you have to have those protections in there. Right. Um, uh, otherwise, you know, you could find out, find yourself, uh, out of a job or worse, you know, um, on yeah. some bullshit, to be honest with you.
0: Have you ever worked with uh, shitty, dirty cops?
2: I've never worked with somebody I saw like taking drugs or, or money, planting, but I've worked with some, or right. Or planting. beating somebody. I've worked with some pretty heavy handed people. Yeah. The, before. And to, to
1: where it made you uncomfortable. Yes. Or, Did you say yeah. something? To In them? fact,
2: one time specifically, I was hands on with somebody and another officer ended up, uh, intentionally like doing a move that broke this guy's shoulder and then he's in the back of the car complaining like my shoulder's fucked up and, he, and the guy's like ah, fuck off you know we're sorry about your luck took him to jail and then he ended up going to the hospital and so on and so forth I
1: hope that person is in a wheelchair now he's not an officer. officer anymore but Good. Yeah, Um did you say something to him
2: well funny you should ask because we've I think we kind of all know that there's this like brotherhood Well, no but this kind of like you don't want to be a rat, just like on the s- street, right? Yeah. But at the same time, there's also like, this person may have a lot more years on you. In my example, this is, by the way, this example is from years and years ago, but still has years on me, has more clout around the department than me. And also is kind of a bully mm-hmm. to the off- other officers. Okay. So oh. I don't want to deal with him. because right. so maybe I just you- won't say anything. Yeah,
1: that they fuck over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. And see especially that this
2: this type, this person
1: mm-hmm.
2: may make a false accusation that could be me, right, on the receiving end,
1: mm-hmm. right,
2: because of their position. Not necessarily that they're in a, a supervisor, but yeah. that they're su- senior. Yeah. So yeah, do I think that exists? Absolutely, because I've experienced it. And I think how do you? I think to myself, how do you combat that? The only way to combat it is through transparency. Right, and and making people feel comfortable, but then as a united front, letting officers know what behavior is not okay, yeah, before it happens, because then there's an expectation. But if you're
1: the new guy, and that's how they fuck around, you know, it's kind of like you just gotta go with it.
2: I agree until mm-hmm. this new wave of hiring these new kids we've been getting over the last five years or so they don't they they're all about their time off mm-hmm. they don't want to work overtime they'll rat you out in a second because they ain't getting in trouble for you mm-hmm. good that's good yeah that's good, Some good the changes. downside is they are very i've found this is of course my opinion and my experience is that they're less likely to go hands-on when it needs to happen mm-hmm. and they're more dangerous out there on the street so you don't
0: feel safe
2: i don't feel safe around them In certain situations. Right. But for day-to-day operations, it's been fantastic. You know, they're more empathetic. They're more... um, They're they're not really this particular... Maybe it's because I'm getting old, but it seems like the kids coming in 20 to 30 years old, they don't really have a lot of critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. Um, When shit's going down, they're like, so thank God I I, or an officer of my tenure is there to make a decision. But that could just be something that they learn with experience. Yeah, you know? Right. That's what I
1: was going to say. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure it's because Life new. experience.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Has Job anybody experience.
1: anybody ever whooped your ass?
2: No, but I have been <laughs> Tell push- the truth. I've, t- I've, got st- I've been stabbed in the hand. I've been punched in the face a bunch of times. I've been mm. spit on. Mm. Um, I've Ugh. been shot at. Did uh, anybody ever drop you? Uh, nobody's dropped me, no. and, that's, okay. not me. and like, like, that's not happening. He's like,
1: that's not happening.
2: And I'm gonna tell you, okay. as 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 ooh, look at me, I'm so big and yeah. bad. The citizens do not pay me to lose a fight. They do not pay me to go down. They do not pay me to lose. I am there to win for them, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean I have to be a some kind of Neanderthal bully knuckle or, dragger yeah, or a yeah. bully. <laughs> yeah. But when when the time comes, I don't get paid to lose. And okay,
1: that's a good way to put it. Okay, yeah.
2: tough um, guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: yeah. Have you ever um, drove your police car home and parked it so your neighbors know what's up? So, <laughs> and yeah. parked it on your he lawn. Parked it on the lawn. Yeah. Let the lights go. Sometimes looked at him like walked out like bitch. What's up? You see me? Bang bang. Just let, right. you go, just let, putting you on alert. Right. To let you know I'm in the neighborhood.
2: Right. I. So I. I when I worked traffic, I would take the motorcycle home. And then I had a car also that I, if it was raining or whatever, and you
1: park it at your house and
2: I'd park it at the house and I would put it in the garage. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, maybe I'd stop at the gas station, eat coffee. That was by the house. Yeah.
0: With a cigarette <laughs> hanging out yeah. of mouth.
2: No, like on my way to work, on my way to work. But, um, <laughs> but I do, you know, I, I also have had the experience where, um, uh, I had an unmarked at home. It wasn't mine, it was my partner's. And she left it at home, and somebody came by, figured I was a cop car, and just smashed all the windows Oh, out shit. Of it. Yeah. So uh, I. Would I don't wanna I don't feel like I need to be protected, but I'm also not out there like hey, I'm the fucking police. Yeah. Right? yeah. My neighbors and my <laughs> like new God, neighbor you. <laughs>
1: Like you. Yeah. I would be in my uniform on yeah. my off days, yeah. like watering the lawn.
2: Well, like if my if my neighbor's <laughs> daughter is outside, now I have a take home car and it's unmarked. If and if she's outside and I see her out there screwing around, she's five or four. I was gonna like, say, you try I'll to like, impress turn her the you hit on, on her? Or oh no, no, thought. no. She, <laughs> she's no, hot? no. <laughs> tell the truth no but she'll like she's like oh lights you know oh, or, the oh, or the siren or the air cute. horn meet me you know Yeah. so like that type of thing but other than that no um, not really is there a yeah
0: is there a lot of inner department banging
2: oh that in inner or office, enter, 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 enter. Let's just
1: say, um, my mom, my mom used to work security, and I think at one point she was gonna like she was a dispatcher for her security, and like a lot of the officers that she worked with went on to be like Richmond cops, and some of the other dispatchers went on to work for um, the Richmond PD too, and like just from gossip and whatnot. And from a few other people. I've you know, it's a thing, I guess, that dispatchers fuck all the cops. They're they're like lots of sex. Or lots that of cops sex cheat in on the, wives. Too. And yeah, just lots of sex. And so um, it's a sex profession. <laughs> it's well, sex work is what it is. Okay. And uniform.
2: Okay. When when it's we a think kink. when we it's think a- of a male stripper, the first mm-hmm. male stripper that comes to mind officer is a cop <laughs> yeah. so there's some sort of attraction there but it's I will definitely say,
1: the position the of power i right. want to know about the whoring that goes so on between police amongst...
2: departments in general yeah. i feel uh, <laughs> that are very incestual yeah 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 it's a thing i think it's a big thing have and you I think participated so i will i I, I will when you got hired were they
1: like hey the dispatcher that's on tonight really sucks a good one well my
2: first agency there was no contact with those with the with dispatchers um my second agency it is in house and they do they're a large or they're not a large um center but it's a center that dispatches for multiple police departments and i think that um that has gone on, not with me, but there are officers that are now married or long-term dating or have kids with yeah. people that were dispatchers. Oh, wow. Because they
1: started yeah. out fucking.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: They're like, hey, daddy, there's yeah. a fucking twelve-seven yeah. around the corner in my pants. <laughs> you know, like, I could just imagine. Please do a 187 <laughs> of, of my I'm just a 211 China. on my ass. Yeah. I could just imagine how that goes. Like, yeah. Lots yeah. of sex.
2: Yeah. I think that, I think there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> so was
1: that. it, was it your dad that made you want to be on their side? Like uh, having a dad that's a cop when you were a kid? Oh my God. Was God that I thought like... you were saying, we're going to say,
0: because we were just talking about <laughs> sex. Was it your dad that made you want to
1: have Did he tell you how good it was and and showed you the ropes? Getting that
2: one over there, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: No, I mean, to be a cop in the first place is... Because, you know, people say, like, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a cop. Well, if you have a dad that's a cop, did that kind of automatically have you, like, yeah, I'm down for them. I want to be a cop. Like,
2: I think... Um,
1: were you ever like fuck the police when you played cops
0: and robbers were you yeah, ever a robber ever I,
2: I was and I was also the cop but I so did you
1: ever right. hit your dad <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no way but uh, I remember when I was a kid you know he had a take home car a police car so it'd be in the garage I remember turning the lights on and stuff oh, but wow. it really didn't I thought he was gonna yeah. say he tagged on yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you but I think... did you ever vandalize or hide your yeah. shit
2: and now a word from our
0: sponsor better help As a kid, I can vividly remember how embarrassing it was that my dad was mentally ill. It was definitely my shameful little secret, and that's because back then, no one spoke about mental health, and especially not the importance of maintaining it. I mean, going to your dentist and primary care doctor were freely spoken about, but never a therapist and I could definitely have used a therapist back then. But thankfully these days, caring for our mental health is finally becoming a priority. It truly does affect how we live, and most importantly, how we love. So it's imperative we do our best to keep our brains healthy. Things like meditating, taking power naps, even bubble baths, they help. But honestly, therapy is the real MVP here. That's where BetterHelp Online Therapy comes in. You know, Pat and I have spoke many times about our own mental health journeys and experiences. And you guys all know how much of a huge proponent of therapy I am. Therapy has saved my life many times. I've used BetterHelp before, and it was convenient and beneficial. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you're not feeling up to it. It's less expensive than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. If for any reason you want to switch therapists, you can also do that at no extra charge. Right now, our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com hello. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. Slash hello.
2: But I definitely had a rebellious streak in my teens where that was the furthest thing from my mind. I wanted to work did on you a tugboat. Or a, oh, yes. yeah, that's a
1: good question. That's
2: a great question. And yeah, I did. And I had to what admit kind? to those
1: um you're anonymous yeah, you're yeah. a ghost so,
2: so uh a few burglaries um home burglaries f- yeah running oh. from the police officer bad boy um, you're like <laughs> Auto birds, you're like a real yeah. person yeah and carrying okay. a gun i had to admit to that i had to admit to getting um for the getting in detector, a fight right? and getting um detained or it would have been an arrest, but I paid the... Ended up... They worked out some kind of street deal where I paid the guy 300 bucks and he didn't follow... He didn't come. charges. That's cool. And then uh, shooting in city limits multiple times and at actually... At someone? Yeah. Well, one time at someone. The next time, just shooting at cars. Um,
1: okay, thuggy. Were you doing this because your dad was a cop? Did no. your dad get you out of trouble ever? <laughs> no.
2: All of these were outside of his sp-
1: Area, span of control. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So
2: So, um, I think that... What ultimately came from that was they're like, okay, it's a real, you know, he's done some dumb shit, right?
0: So you yeah. have to admit all this when you do your lie detector, right?
2: Yeah, well, I'm that type of person. And you
1: later, as an, right. right. later as an adult, wanted to be right,
2: right? Later, wasn't your dream? Yeah, right. It wasn't okay, my dream. So you were I actually wanted to be a lineman point. like my uncle and my cousins, but I didn't know how to get on that path. And just like when I got out of the navy, I wanted to drive, drive. I wanted to work on mm-hmm. tugboats. But I had kids and mm-hmm. a wife, and I couldn't at that time, and I couldn't um, just go sit in a union hall. I had to be making yeah, money. Yeah, right. Um,
1: Do you have criminals in your family?
2: Yeah, actually. Tweakers and, and drug addicts? So my I have cousins that have served time, quite a bit of time. I have one cousin oh. who's been in twice for murder. I have another okay. two other cousins who were running... Um, that were did federal time because they were flying marijuana and cocaine out of Mexico up to Fort Bragg area. And then, um, then when they got out the first time, then they bought a chartered fishing boat company and started (laughs) going that route. So I've got people that were doing real crime in my family. Um, so that's, what's interesting. I think
1: they're not inviting you out.
2: Yeah. But, but I feel like they just have the wrong idea. If they, if they, like I, they're much older than me now
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and I respect them because not because of necessarily their involvement in that, but just cause they're so cool. Like they're really cool guys and they're, yeah. they're all, you know what I would picture, sorry, but what would I picture a man? Like you want to be a man. That's a fucking yeah, man like right a boss. there. Like they yeah. look mm-hmm. like, yeah. And so that they're very inspiring to me. So I wish I had more communication with them, but I unfortunately don't just cause our, not necessarily cause our lives have taken such different paths, but our, our family is uh, sometimes when people die you lose that glue yep. yeah and so sure. yeah that's what's happened over time so do
0: you think i'm the glue and I, I can't wait for myself to die to <laughs>
1: that yeah. so because you do have like criminals in your family and you did fuck around when you were a kid and shit mm-hmm. do you think that makes a difference in what kind of cop you are like because you can question. consider that you know like I've been here at one point, like, you know, I know what it's like to be involved in this kind of shit. Like, you know, cause you've had ex- actual experience.
2: Yes, absolutely. You weren't
0: just bullied in high school and were like, I'm going to be a
2: fucking cop. Yeah. Right. I like, yeah, yeah. Right. I actually only remember having a bully one time in eighth grade and it was a through the church, of course.
0: <laughs> look at his
2: yeah. face when he yeah and I, I wish y'all could see this <laughs> <laughs> through the yeah.
0: fucking church it's, yeah and
2: so but other than that yeah a god-fearing bully had a great, a sex bully. Yeah. <laughs> i had a great you know experience throughout school i just like was friends have a lot of friends had a good time but but i think that um back to your question um I do draw on that experience and that's what makes it hard for me to understand why people still continue to choose this path because there's so much more out there you could be doing. But that said, I never was into drugs. So that's a whole nother Did you ever
1: sell drugs?
2: I not only sold drugs. Shake when I was in middle school. Shake? Yeah, it was
0: tie. Shake yes. was Yeah. Oh, it was
2: bad. Bammer. I tried to grow it next to a barn and it didn't work out. But also, I used to um, dub two live crew uh tapes and, and sell, sell those, and sell NWA <laughs> tapes. Oh yeah, yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah. You were pirating music. Yeah, pirating music <laughs> okay. and selling shake. Yep, that was. Uh, all right. Yeah.
1: Not that's... really what I was thinking. That's. But uh, all right, yeah.
2: that's... <laughs> You asked, I'll tell okay. you. Okay, <laughs> all
1: right, that that count.
2: But yeah, a
0: two you live count. crew criminal. Yeah, can you imagine W-A that? Criminal. Yeah,
2: that's I that was so so, so hardcore in eighth grade. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> and I know where you you're from, so it's even funnier to yeah. say that. But that's what I. Was...
1: <laughs> um. Do you think that being a cop, maybe not starting out like this, but do you think that you have some power issues, like, um, control? Do you mm. wanna be sub a sub sometimes and have someone dom you? Because like, that's a really common thing. Um, I've explained this before, that a lot of clients I would see were people in positions of power so like politicians judges cops bosses in whatever field they're in they sometimes like to try on the other side of things because they always have to be like the boss (laughs) at work and they want to you know experience the other side so they you know do you have any of those kind of issues like um interests not issues
2: Interests, yeah Yeah. i I do have i do wonder what that is like i've not been exposed to that but Mm -hmm. i would say that So my parents were divorced. So I come from heavily mom's side, right? I spent all my time with her, but she worked all the time. So uh, there's a reason I'm telling you this story. That we were kind of like on our own. Me and my sister, we raised ourselves. So I have a lot of independence, and that I believe creates this like dominant alpha Mm -hmm. mentality. So Mm -hmm. I don't know how I would respond to that. I know when I'm at home. If I have a partner, I want to be, I want to do things for them. I'm a, I have a service mentality. You're an act of service. That's your love language. That's that's what I put off as a, yeah, acts of service.
1: So do you think you would want to maybe sometimes get slapped during sex (laughs) or (laughs) or peed on? or You know what I mean? Let your guard down. I'm uh, your uh, bitch. uh, Like, would you ever? uh,
2: I've never really (laughs) gone into that realm, but I, I think, uh, uh, I think I have an open enough mind to like.
0: You'd let someone pee on you?
2: I mean, well, I mean, it's, isn't that sterile?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's antibacterial. Actually, to be
2: honest with you, because of the way my mind works, I would be worried about the sheets and the and the uh, mattress. Yeah, I wouldn't. So. Even, I probably couldn't even get any satisfaction <laughs> You'd be out
1: be of it. Like, oh, like, exactly. Mess? You'd be worried about the mess. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's hella um, funny. <laughs> are cops ever truly off duty? Like if I laid my gun on the table right now and like did a line, mm. would you arrest me? Or would you be like, you're fucking doing too much, but I'm going <laughs> to let you slide. You know what I mean? Like, are, are you ever truly off duty?
2: And I think that's an individual question. Um, you couldn't get the same answer from right. each person, right. but for me, I wouldn't care what you're doing because when I'm not at work, we all live our own separate lives and do our own separate things and and we should be entitled to that
1: so when you see law breaking on off days you're not stepping up as long on buddy
2: with the exception of of harming violence right right. yeah Yeah. Yeah. um with the exception of violence i think um or i know from experiences which without identifying myself i would tell i have a couple stories about that but i They're on the news and everything else, so Mm. I won't bring it up. But I've been in areas or situations where I've had to do something, Mm. and because of a violent situation, and I think that that I am looking for that in public, not that. Just hyper. Wait, not the experience. <laughs> I yeah, right. I know it didn't sound right. I am looking for. I'm being hyper vigilant. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. But what what makes the bells and whistles go off are people the way people act, and then obviously overt violence or overt. Um,
1: I think that's just like being a good person. You know, not a cop thing, but just mm-hmm. a good person thing. Some if it's violent or whatever, somebody will step in. Right. That's that. But like um. Like I said, if you see, like, people, I don't know, like, at a bar, like, or they have weapons, or, like, they're doing donuts or something, you're not yeah. going to be, like, yeah.
2: No, cool. and, and, and um, you know, because it isn't honest. I have friends that do things that I am happen to be around, whether, you know, it's the same place or the same room, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, like... right. I probably wouldn't be this probably wouldn't be looked upon favorably by my work, but I'm here and it's happening. I'm not gonna be like, hey buddy.
0: You're <laughs> right. The fucking buzzkill yeah. of the group. <laughs> yeah. Never invited right. out again. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Sir
2: Buzzkill's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because... Who invited this asshole? Yeah. <laughs> <apple? laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um I got a question. Um, I know. Therapy is not mandated, but do you think as police officers, because I think you guys should be having mandated therapy, right?
1: For yourselves. Yes. Just
0: because, you know. To decompress. Yeah, you guys see the worst of the worst, and how do you not develop PTSD or um, fucked up trauma coping mechanisms from seeing the depravity sometimes that you guys see? Do you do you think mandated therapy would be a good idea? And I know telling people what they have to do doesn't always go over well, right? Mm -hmm. But from a personal, do you think all officers could benefit from therapy?
2: Yes, absolutely. And I, I really am grateful that my boss takes a set of such a proactive um, (laughs) approach to officer wellness. We have, um, not only a mobile program that puts us in touch with therapists and just can reach out even just to peer support um through this mobile app but it also he he also provides these outlets for us um i'd love to share but i'll be identifying where i'm at Mm because they're very specific to my agent but going back to your original question on whether we should mandate um, therapy for officers, absolutely, because they're not going to go on their own. There's right. a stigma against right. that. It's pussy, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I was. We need just, to grow out of that. Yeah.
1: As a people, as humans, everybody can benefit from
2: therapy. But right, and and officer suicide is is insane, right? It, it, you take the number of violent encounters that kill officers, um, and double that. And that's how many officers are killing themselves every year. So it's around 160 to 180 a year, which I don't know if you're aware of this, but actual patrol officers, there's not really a number, Mm -hmm. but of actual patrol officers you have between, this is going to be a large gap, I'm sorry, but because it's not exact, it's between 400 and 500,000 officers patrolling 340 million people.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's
2: so a, when you're losing uh, 160, <laughs> yeah,
0: when you're losing 160, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's a
2: big number. Um, and as recently as a month ago, I was, my sister who works in law enforcement in another state, she was telling me, you know, Oh yeah. One of my captains who's a senior person just went home and freaking blew his brains out from his two-year-old and his wife. And it's like, well, that doesn't have to happen. but we have to lose that stigma against therapy and we have to
1: I could only imagine how bad it is among the stigma among police officers because in in just among men in general also men of color Mm -hmm. it's just not it's a macho attitude is shown Mm -hmm. towards therapy or any type of like counseling I don't need that shit Yeah, and you're automatically pussy if you go that route that just has to be like done away with
0: whereas I think it's very attractive yeah. When somebody is proactive with their mental yeah, health. Yeah, and, and taking care
1: of themselves. You're mm-hmm. responsible. You're a man with your shit together. I I'm love wet. that. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah.
2: I yeah. love that. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. I agree.
1: Uh, so, do you go to therapy yourself?
2: Uh, yes. I'm not flirting with you. Yes. But- <laughs> uh, I, I do. Currently, Good. I don't have a therapist, but. Um, you know, if you've been through therapy, sometimes you get those tools you need in that moment right? and, and you continue to go, but now you feel satiated yep. until the next problem. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I'm sure that's not a healthy therapy relationship. It should be a continued checkup, but, but you do
1: feel you benefit from I it. I right?
2: absolutely have felt so You're much um, beneficial, beneficial, um, results from that and I'm a totally different man now going through therapy than I was even five years ago so and not just because of personal stuff but work stuff you know processing violent scenes and stuff is not necessarily what I have trouble with I have good good um, compartmentalization yeah, you're able to compartmentalize. it's the more emotional things kids. that get to me kids, women who are abused yeah. um, human trafficking even, like things like that really affect me and I find yeah. myself like thinking about those people and yeah. where they're going to be and what's right. going to happen Yeah. To them. Yeah.
0: so can you can you tell our Hello Dysfunction family um, the case that you were recently working on involving mm.
2: Yeah, so I'm still working on it. Children. Right. Um, because of the role I'm I'm playing now at the department, um, I am at a desk, but I'm doing investigations and I'm supervising investigations Well, they're tied up working on their caseload. I sometimes have to pick up some caseload myself and I'm working on a um, child porn case that's kind of been sitting off to the side uh, where we ended up when I was working patrol, we ended up getting called to where this guy was <clears throat> in a bathroom taking pictures, uh, on a campus. And I mean, guy, but, uh, f- older adult mm-hmm. come to find out he has a bunch of child porn on his, on his phone, on his computer and everything else. And, um, so somebody has to go through all that. What happens is that information's all gathered from his devices or their, the, the suspects devices. And it's all tagged by the, um, we use a task force that's a multiple agency task force where they are going through with their um, software and tagging footage or pictures that appears to be child porn related, but somebody has to still go through and view One all by, that right for the make district sure. attorney. Yeah. So, so you're viewing
1: not, some of that shit
2: one right, by one. Right. And so, so currently, you know, there's 600,000 some odd files to go through. Yeah. And those could be things from emojis that the computer flagged to actual, you know, child porn videos and, and images. <clears throat> it's rated on a point system. So mm-hmm. the district attorney wants a certain amount of points in order to be able to file the case and say this person is actively producing Mo- storing and mon um distributing. and uh, distributing pornography, child pornography. Jesus Christ. So yeah, that um that type of thing, you know, it's.
1: It's just common sense. People would need therapy.
2: (laughs) Right. Like Like There's
1: nothing pussy about (laughs) needing to unpack that somewhere. When you're looking at those images for what? Three, four days straight? Mm -mm, Like, mm -hmm. oh my God. I know how my intrusive thoughts work without images. So I could only imagine if I had a job where I'm seeing it. Mm -hmm. And then with my mental situation that would be visiting me all day every day Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it would be right yeah like I wouldn't be able to process that on my own (laughs) so it's it's expecting a lot of a regular ass maybe two-month trained officer God. or or one that hasn't or maybe yet. hasn't decided yet um <laughs> to be able to decompress that shit properly and not like fucking take it out on themselves or mm-hmm. other people right mm-hmm. what what's like the worst thing you've ever seen that like still fucks with you to this day
2: oh well i i tell us there's F-C-O. so many of them I'm yeah give us yeah so i mean i i remember you know uh, a homicide where we got a call out to um someone saying hey there my mom needs medical help she needs help okay What's going on? No answer. Go up to the house. And I was the first one there. And there's a woman just sitting on the curb smoking a cigarette. And she just goes, she's in there. So I go in the house and there's like an AR-15 on the ground. And this woman whose head's all misshapen because her daughter, the woman sitting on the curb, had just put the gun barrel to her mom's head and pulled the trigger. Oh, my God. And so... Just the callousness and the lack of um, any feeling at all from her, she I would, was probably it just in shock disturbed me a little or bit. Or
1: mentally ill, or yeah. Was, yeah.
2: And it was all over just the dumbest reason because she lived at home and wasn't wasn't getting to spend some money that she wanted to spend. Basically, wow. like parenting problems, <laughs> you know. And so, and this uh-huh. is a grown woman, by the way, not a teenager or anything. Yeah. But. So I, I think she it, was like,
1: "Mom, I yeah. need this fucking bracelet on QVC." Yeah. Don't make me go get the AR. Right. <laughs> wow. damn.
2: And so then I think also about Did she times die? like oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Damn. She was what's interesting about the the pressure that comes out of a rifle at that close range it doesn't necessarily make a large explosion of somebody's right. head like you'd think it it mm-hmm. just rattles around in there and oh. breaks everything apart oh. so it's like putting a, It's
1: not like a shotgun right Yeah. Here.
2: right like, yeah it's a very small bullet so you, and oh. in that space with the gases expanding at such close range it's the gas is just up. yeah like, jello
1: God. Like a, yeah. Uh, and um that's
2: fun you know like a lot of suicides for some reason I think um, suicide is... Suicides
1: make me happy.
2: Here's the thing with suicide. And I I initially used to stand there and be like, what an asshole. Like, you're so selfish. Why would you do this? Mm -hmm. Until I went to a wellness training and was told by... Well, told by the instructor, like, hey... You don't know what place this person's in.
0: Exactly. You can't
2: fathom where they're at. Right. Right. You Maybe you think about, oh, this is rough. I might. I, I, and you how know, you and some, would handle it. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you can't be like, oh, you're selfish and oh, what a jerk. And while you're standing over their body. But some of the ways people have done it have been very traumatic to me. Yeah. Um, whether it be in front of family um or like a guy I think about. I don't think about him just the whole scene like he decided to jump in front of a truck and as he did that the
0: poor fucking guy driving
2: right and the guy slams on the brakes but it's skidding on his head and so it's like this streak of red for a face for like 50 yards so
0: I think it's really fucked up um not suicide in general but i think it's fucked up when someone does something like that jumps in front of a total stranger's truck
2: because now they're traumatized and Mm. they didn't ask for that that's fucked up or like train operators you know like wow how do they deal with right i used to
1: work in an office right by the amtrak tracks Mm. over and um people would commit suicide on those tracks all the fucking time. And one of the ones I remember, it was this guy, um, I was on my lunch break and I was like driving and you know, there's a lot of dope fiends in that area too. It's like a rough area. And he was like scooting his feet in a wheelchair though but like moving himself with his legs and feet and I was like look at this asshole he don't even need no fucking wheelchair and he's like I'm waiting for him to get out the way and I go on my lunch break or whatever and when I come back I find out that he went and parked facing the train and let the train hit him and it just knocked the fucking wheelchair and him a hundred yards or whatever there were pieces of his fucking brain it looked like burgundy fucking like jellyfish looking it was like oh I drove down there and I was I think I don't know if Mark was working there at the time but that has happened more than once down there and like you went and
0: investigated the that time I
1: did and then another time it was this young girl and um damn she was like probably 22 or something but she was mentally ill she was known in the neighborhood like my ex-husband knew who she was and um she was really cute and I would see her sometimes though like pushing a cat in a stroller and shit so I knew like she was on drugs something was different right and then I found out she was like mentally ill um and then she eventually killed herself on that same track Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah they see that all the time passengers see the shit too Mm -hmm. so it's like you're you're involving a lot of people in your exit yeah I think that's that's fucked up definitely Uh, just involve the people that like need the fuck you you know what I mean that like hurt you or something or like if you want to do that I get that but not the public (laughs) like I think that's fucked up because that's gonna stay with them now
2: Absolutely. Yeah, okay. there's there's been quite a few of um, those experiences that are definitely. But
1: do you like, feel if, different now about suicide since they oh, told you that?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel I feel I, always I feel don't jealous. feel that what they feel Right, you, you, I'm always yeah.
1: like, wow, they had the balls to fucking do mm-hmm. it, like right on, like that's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they got to a point and and they fucking did what they wanted. So good for them.
2: Right, and as of uncomfortable as that sounds, like that's the ultimate freedom, mm-hmm. right? They did what they wanted to
1: yeah. do. I the downside is is the effect. Like how hard it was for them to get to that point, mm-hmm. you know? i don't, yeah. I always think of
0: how horrible somebody had to have been feeling to feel that yeah. this would be the best option is not existing anymore like and you
1: don't know what that feels like mm-hmm. so it's like right. don't fucking judge their right. situation don't mm-hmm. judge
0: yeah. it always bugs me when people talk shit about people who commit suicide and call suicide. them a coward yeah. or whatever like you, like you have like no you fucking idea how always, long like, they've lived yeah suffering. with this pain mm-hmm. or this hurt like mm-hmm. 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 There's a lot of layers, and to it's suicide. what they. So
1: mm-hmm. I'm I'm super less sad when I find out someone died by suicide. I'm almost mm-hmm. I'm almost like good she for gets them. excited. I'm jealous yeah. and I'm like good for them because yeah. it's what they fucking wanted. You know. Yeah,
2: and I think that the focus at that point should be on who's the people that are affected, like yeah. getting them treatment, getting them, yeah, uh, being empathetic toward them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Like it sucks, but it happens. You know, and. Um yeah so i think that and obviously Does child haunt crimes you?
0: any child yeah. crimes you
2: know what haunts me i think about i'll tell you a story real quick and what? it's not it's not I want it to like be this. fucked up. It's not She's that such fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> but it could have been. I need it to be fucked up. So we had a, a bank robbery, and we you had, all make my night. <laughs> we had a bank robbery. They happen all the time, mm-hmm. but we end up um, identifying the suspect, and he's when we find him well, the same day. He's the cars at the house. He's in his front yard, world's, like Holding sc- a hose. Driver. Right?
0: He's like, it wasn't me. We he look the at the footage. It's
2: him. Yeah, and so we. Um, we get this story about where what his day was and he was at the bank and the witness identified him as leaving the bank. Um, and he spends, I don't know how many months in, in jail, not prison. And, uh, and I'm, I'm short cutting this story a little bit, but months later, a guy gets arrested for bank robbery in Reno and admits to our bank robbery and they could be freaking they're doppelgangers Holy this shit. guy could have gone to prison for 10 15 years and it really wasn't and it really him, wasn't him. Oh my and an independent witness saw him leaving the bank and the reason he was leaving the bank cuz his brother got money out to go to the casino
1: he just happened to be Oh, and his block. whole
2: life would have been fucking ruined ruined There's probably
1: a did y'all arrest him that
2: uh we did well, arrest he him he spent months it, right? in jail he no, was, he didn't admit to no. it. No. Yeah, he wouldn't admit to no, it. He's the like, other I was there, yeah, yeah, but Reno. I didn't rob the bank. No, I mean- Oh, the, guy the other guy, Reno yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Thank yeah. God he did. Yeah, yeah. thank God because he did. Because
0: you guys had arrested the, the He was already in custody
2: awaiting oh, trial. Oh, my
1: fucking God. He was God. in fucking- <laughs> And he's like, I didn't do it. And you're like, bitch, you're <laughs> yeah, on camera.
2: Yeah, you're right here. Well, yeah, he-
1: yeah, there's probably a lot of that.
2: And that's... This is why
1: of, you tattoo
2: your face. This is
1: why you make sure <laughs> yeah. you don't look like nobody else. Yeah. No. Yeah. Damn. Fuck. And I
2: think about all those, like, it makes me think even on a grander scale about people who are sitting on death row or, or life in yes. prison. Like, and I worry about that
1: all the time. And Just it's like, like, fuck, there's probably so many.
2: There's so many flaws with our system. There's so many. W- it's like I don't know how you do it any better. I mean, yeah. it's terrible, but and so yeah, that's one thing that sticks with me. And randomly, I'll think about it. I'll be like, oh yeah. Yeah. It? I And I was the lead investigator as a detective that at that time. I was like, that could be me. You're but also, I could have been responsible you, for fucking... for putting this for putting innocent, innocent man away. Innocent man in prison. Yeah, that would have been on you. Oh, that would fuck with me. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, that's heavy. Another, another one in this case just adjudicated, but, um, I'll try to be really bland so that, but there was a situation where I was following a car, not chasing it. Mm -hmm. Um, the person knew I was back there, so they began driving erratically. Um, ended up getting on the freeway going the wrong direction and killing two people <gasps> while I people was right on in front the freeway
1: of me by my fucking house going the wrong way a lot.
2: Yeah. Well they, he, uh, he killed two people and that was right in front of me and I <gasps> felt responsible. Oh, you saw it. Well, yeah, I felt a lot oh, of responsibility.
1: Um, you
0: know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Know that's
2: know that's all. Yeah. No, no, no yeah. It's oh. okay. Do you
0: feel like you caused it?
2: Uh, yeah. Well I, don't I, don't I do, but then at the same time he didn't, he, he made his choices. Yeah.
1: Right. Right.
2: Um, but I do feel some responsibility there, yeah. And so that there was, was you, no
1: way for you to know he was gonna fucking right. do that. Did job. you have and to I, help
2: the people <laughs> that Oh there was no helping. Oh, yeah, it was gnarly. Man.
0: So and then what, let me guess, homie survived? Yeah. Perfectly blocked. Yeah. Fine. Fine, fine. Mom, was he
2: uh no. Um well, I could go I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. All
0: right. <laughs> My great grandfather got brought home by the cops before. With no shoes on. You know, that's a running <laughs> theme in our family. Okay. Hence the fee. See, I took him off immediately. I don't even know why the I put him on. The only one here with no shoes. Um, he was drunk, driving, got, got on the freeway going the wrong way, mm-hmm. was cruising at like 30 miles an hour. Go the ahead. police didn't even give him a DUI or arrest him. You know, this is back in fucking the 80s. Mm-hmm. They just brought him home.
1: He was coming from the Moose Lodge, mm-hmm.
0: hammered. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was coming from playing fucking gambling, playing pinochle. Oh my God! <laughs> pinochle. They're like Mr. Damato. Wow. Go home. And he's like this mm-hmm. big rotund man with, no with this huge on. nose, like old ass Italian man, mm. fucking cigar hanging out his mouth. And they just took him home. His ass should have went to jail, Definitely. but he could have yeah. fucking killed somebody.
2: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, and that, and that's the downside. Is like we we look at. As officers, I think a lot of not all. Don't get me wrong. There's some guys that don't look at it this way, but a lot of officers look at DIY and are like been there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but the consequences are just not worth the risk. Yeah. And I don't call me on, don't say this is the absolute, but I think that it's something like 80 times you drive drunk before you finally are caught.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I've never had a DUI. Me either. And I'm one of those people that's like, I drive better when I'm drunk. (laughs) I already drive really slow in general. No, I'm serious. I drive really slow anyway. But Mm -hmm. when I'm, I've drove home drunk with a cop behind me before.
2: Wow! So yeah, it's all not right. just me
1: thinking <laughs> he, that on my own. You passed the field yeah, sobriety test. Yeah, I've never test. had a DUI, <laughs> and I've been followed home on the freeway from with a cop behind me. I've first. never yeah.
0: had a DUI, but that's because I don't. I don't drive drunk. But yeah.
1: now that we have Lyft and Uber and all mm. these other options uh, for a cheap ride home, like there's. I, I would not take a chance. Right now,
2: there's really not an excuse. Yeah, there's not. They make it so convenient.
0: If if you're broke, ask somebody for some money. Mm -hmm. Like, I would give somebody money. Or get a ride
1: with somebody there Mm. or something. There's too many ways you could get home.
0: Definitely.
1: Um, Sexual favors to get out of tickets. (laughs) Do you accept that? (laughs) 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 What's your position? And have you ever been like, all right,
2: so yeah, I motor boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me
1: a tug job. I've, yeah. I've
2: been, I've been propositioned a few times on have all you? kinds of stuff. <laughs> One time I remember, Oh my gosh, I was, I just thought of this.
0: We really hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. If you'd like to hear the rest, head over to Patreon and join friends that saw me naked and listen to the rest of it. That's it for this week, you guys. Suck it easy and go to bed.